Hey guys, this is Ian once again, and once again, I'm going to make this a short and sweet intro. Please get your ears on the edge of their seats and clap your eardrums in appreciation to another player interview slash person interview slash Corey. This is a little weird one because this is a interview with someone who is not technically quote unquote a player yet on Dicey Outcomes. We're going to dive into that subject a little more during the interview but definitely check that out and if you are a more mature audience and don't mind the occasional bad word and have about an hour and a half to kill there's going to be an unedited raw version of the interview going up on our discord so please check that out discord is a great place to get a hold of anyone in the crew mostly me Almost exclusively just me. I'm the best one to get a hold of if you want to go to Discord. But there's a lot of fun people there. It's pretty chill place. Check it out or any of our socials. This is getting entirely too long. I'll shut up and go away now. Please enjoy. Bye-bye. Uh, Corey. Hi, that's me. Well, welcome to uh, Dicey Outcomes. Yay. Uh, our high-res studio here is... Uh, Hey, thank you for wiping the table off, by the way, too. <laughs> um, so we are doing your interview um, first today because the last two times we've tried it, the audio quality wasn't great. Uh, and you're going first because I wrote rolled lowest on the D20. Which was a three. Which was a three. And I almost beat it with a six. But you didn't I beat did. it today. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you're here. But what's not obvious is why you're here. Do you want to answer that question now or later? Um, this is called viewer retention. Right. So um, the real reason why is to keep Ian in line and to provide the comedy. I. What do I do? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, so I am coming in as kind of a mixed bunch of things yeah as like editing as like probably producing in some form of fashion if um, i had so if we had to just put a nail on everything you're uh, coming in as not only a soundboard because yeah. there's certain ideas i need to bounce off you that i can't bounce off the players yes because i'm not technically in the game but i will be playing in some games you will be in a, in a game like in some games already played we've done the barbarian one shot yeah like, i'm in that um there's another one shot coming up, but coming I, don't, up. I don't know if we'll put that one out there. There's, we can hold on to it. Yeah, there's there's other stuff. There's a potential video. Yeah, I'm also potentially helping out with the setting of the video. Again, like I, I say, it's like I'm not. I'm obviously not your level of. So you're the showrunner. I'm your executive producer, in a way, because like I'm I'm going to be helping out with the editing, helping out with ideas helping you facilitate those ideas and helping you know inspire you and then at the same time i will also inspire do me i'm very inspiring inspiration mm -hmm. oh, um, yeah. here you got it you got a d20 for today you can roll that anytime 16. Oh. um but then it's also the um uh you know i'll also probably at some point in time you'll also take to a player and maybe me or like if caitlin also DM like I can DM so it's it's another body 
I'm yeah. just I just have not been around necessarily because I've been uh, gone. Which brings us to the hobbies of D and D. That's a better segue. Thank you. Um, this is why I'm here. Um, so I, outside of D and D, I am heavily into the volleyball scene. Uh, so much so that uh, I spent the last seven months in Greece. Well, a while ago, earlier this summer, I spent seven months in Greece playing professionally. Professional athlete. I am an athlete. Um, I have good stats. Might have good stats. I have More good to come stats. Later. Um, <laughs> this won't be our first. Or this is this, our. This first. is our legit third time doing this. I think second. Second time actually recording it, but we've done like right. We tried mock to, questions we went, before. We, we tried to do one earlier, but yeah. then we didn't record yeah. the whole time. Yeah, the whole time. So it is, this is legit our third time. It's our third time, but our second time recording. Yes. So at the moment, I'm. I do a lot of volleyball. Uh, a lot of training. I'm still trying to see if I'm going to go back again this year. I don't know. It really doesn't look like it's going to be that way, which is kind of sad. Um, but then it also means I'm probably going to be here more, which means I probably help out more and I'm more involved. In You're kind of in a very weird win-win-lose-lose situation. Yeah. I'm in a win-win because if I go, I get to travel and play, and it's really cool, and I get money for playing a sport, and I cultures and all that stuff. I'm very fond of it. But then it's also a lose-lose because I'm not here and then I'm not hanging out with people that I like to hang out with, you know. Who's that? Uh, Hannah. H Hannah, that's fair. Everyone says uh, Hannah. David Darcy. David Dar Darcy. Um, I'm actually going to say the actual name of the cat, Clint. Wow. I call him anything else but Clint. Yeah. But then if I, if I don't go overseas, then I don't get the experience and I probably won't try again next year because it's, I'll be decently old for volleyball age. Honestly, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I just I, it's like late twenties is decently old for it. If I haven't been involved as much. Listen, I got ten hours of sleep last night. And my neck kind of hurts. So to hear like, that you're younger than me and then go, I'll be old in volleyball years. That's why I said volleyball years because yeah, yeah, I'm not old. Fair. I know I'm not old. I don't have like the resume that certain other players do. So it'd be harder. It's harder to get. Be harder for me to get something next year. Uh, so I don't want to wait that long. There's other goals I have, mm -hmm. which brings me to like this into D and D. A lot of nerd stuff, video games, obviously. Big passion that I want to do eventually is film and television. Film and TV is the thing I want to do eventually. I think uh, whether that's just writing, directing, acting, screenwriting, producing. I don't know. I haven't done as enough because I've been doing so much volleyball. Gary, but the nice part is going into like your film career and stuff is like. You have a lot of room to fail and learn, which I is do. kind of nice. It's it's it is just a terrifying thing because again, figure I've been playing organized sports for twenty years. I started playing when I was like five, so I've been doing that pretty much all my life. That's all I know. I've always been on a team, or I was going to play. The longest gap I've ever had not playing something was like three months. Wow, you know that's crazy. Actually, I, I'm interested in everything. I just don't have a lot of time for necessarily with volleyball or you've been putting so much time into your number one thing which is sports yes. and volleyball that it's been hard for you to express your other interests. yes i mean when i was in high school i was a boy scout eagle scout woohoo i love hiking canoeing boating rock climbing besides uh all your other hobbies outside of D, which you have just explained to us is been mostly just volleyball and sports yes, sadly. what original <laughs> <laughs> 
Ew, gross. Something besides Dungeons and Dragons. Besides all that, what what got you playing Dungeons and Dragons to begin with? What got you into this tabletop RPG hobby as a whole? I can't put a pin on it necessarily. There's like, I'd say three things. Uh, number one is just I'm into fantasy, very very much so. Lord of the Rings, big inspiration. There's a new show. Did you know that? I've been watching it. Okay. I, also, I heard there's this show called like Game of Thrones or something, and I heard it's really good. I highly recommend it. I've also seen all of that. I, I haven't seen one. I have a I have a lot of opinions on this, but okay. this could be its own episode. Yeah, I know this is true. Because again, film person. So I've been into the fantasy, been into interested on in all that. I never had like I never really picked up D and I've definitely heard of it, but like when I was in high school, it was kind of seen as like a really like yeah like overly nerd thing. And I was already on the bad side of the nerd thing because again, this was this was before nerd stuff was really cool. That's true. Like like anime, nobody would talk about it. It's been like five years. The past five years is when nerd stuff really took off. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I wanted to try to stay away from it in some ways because I didn't want to be seen as weird. Um, that's also why I didn't do theater, that's which fair. I highly regret. Yeah. I wish I did. I probably would have been really good, and I would probably had a lot of fun with it. Theater kids are kind of cool people. I know. And I, he says, as someone who done theater, done theater, but only liked the stage crews. That's <laughs> funny. I, I I think I would have enjoyed it heavily, but I never. I didn't. I only had one experience with performing. That was an improv show in high school. Um, then my mom was, you know, big at pushing things and she, she, after talking to her more, she was, she was like, OG. she was advanced Dungeons Dragons playing and stuff. And she had the books. And I remember seeing the books. I actually think I have the books with us here. Original, original D&D book, uh, Player's Guide and DMD. Uh, it's sick. Yeah. And she had her stories of it. And there was also the, a box of characters that I want to do a one shot with us in a way we've talked about that. So I like inadvertently, I think in some ways, because again, she pushed to like, let me be who I wanted to be. Uh, thank you, mom. And then finally, last thing, uh, in high school, my history teacher, which was my favorite teacher, had a tabletop called the Mini War Games. That's cool. 15 millimeter figures that he painted years and years and years ago that we play, that we do uh, battles in. Like, mm. you know, we had like historical battles historical and stuff. Battles. Like, it'd be historical settings in terms of like, uh, we did every year we did the Alamo for our um, open house. Okay. Um, so we'd play, there'd be a side doing the Mexican side being the Texans. And then you'd also have. Um, that could also be generalized as the side who won and the side who loses. Oh, yeah. There's a, there's a very clear side <laughs> yeah. who loses. It doesn't matter yeah. how. It, yeah. Fuego, yeah. Um, as they say. It's called Remember the Alamo, not the Alamo One. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then we also did World War II battles, which was mostly a common one. We also had tanks. We had beach landing, Civil War. It was a World War One at one point in time. Um, and it was really cool to have these things. We'd have a table that is huge, bigger than this one, mm-hmm. that you'd then be laying cotton balls when fire goes off. Oh, like smoke screens and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, cool. It, it would be like, it wouldn't be like, you know, a flat piece of paper. It had full on build, there was trees, there was shrubbery, shrubbery, shrubbery um, roads and buildings, and you'd, you know, open up the buildings to put people in there. 
and you'd have to calculate distance and you'd roll uh d20 and they had a it was a backwards in a way no it was the same the tanks were backward and you'd have the small tanks you move them you'd use a ruler it was awesome that sounds really cool it was really cool um so i guess that was like a kind of guideline and then when i was just looking at D stuff and the pax live shows the penny arcade uh, the comic series? No, 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 no. So, uh, Acquisitions Incorporated. Have you ever heard of them? Oh my gosh, that is a long time ago. That is a long time ago. Yeah. We're talking, the, they had the live games, and I remember seeing them, and they were, you know, relatively new. Yeah. Like a year old, maybe. I remember watching them, like, there was the Will Wheaton one where you went to the Vat of Acid at the pool or whatever. I, I watched That's those. OG. Yeah. yeah, I watched those and thought, this is awesome, I'd love to play. So I tried to do that in college and it failed because and that's a whole other story but it was just it didn't go the way i was hoping it to and the interest wasn't there so that's how i got into it and i was like i want to play this but nobody ever was around me to play because again i was doing volleyball all the time nobody has time for this and also ill nerd stuff yeah i didn't know like no, i'm picturing this like wide-eyed college kid corey just jumping up, spiking balls into people's faces. They go into the ground like two feet. You know, just crazy. And then like everyone's all sitting around the dorm one day and Corey goes, Hey guys, I saw this really funny game called Dungeons and Dragons. Everyone goes, nerd, and then broken heart Corey. Ironically, that's not too far. <laughs> um it's not too far off in a way, because like again, I the school I went to, um, it was a different culture from where we are here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wasn't too crazy about drinking all the time. When I drink, I'm an alcoholic, but I only do that on occasion. So I'd be home, I'd be in the dorm a lot, you know, kind of chilling by myself and, you know, doing nerd things. Went out. <laughs> Behind closed doors. Yeah. Corey was a dungeon master. <laughs> For just yourself. <laughs> That's the worst. Exactly. And then I did get to finally play with, ironically, like the first game I ever DM was with Adley. With my Is teammate. this your favorite game memory? That's... Is it so, getting close? Yes, it okay. is. Okay. Okay, here's what If I, you want to lead into it, that is the next question. Yeah, so, yeah, okay. yeah. I just, I'm just like, you know, I, I want to give you guidance on how to transition and uh, segue properly. I you were going on a roll. I just wanted to make sure. You just said it so abruptly. It just. I, but I wanted to make sure we could get the proper like appreciation of it. So yeah. So I haven't played too many games, though. I would call myself a dungeon master because I. Did I'm you, pretty knowledgeable. Did you coach a bunch of players? Pretty much. You were a dungeon master. Yeah. And I made the game. It was all homebrew because I. I I tried, when I tried to do Fandlin, I was reading it and I was not retaining any information. In, I went to school in England for a year um, to do my, to do a master's degree and also play volleyball. Um, and the team guys, they're much cooler, much more chill. They were from a different part of the US. I was like interested in running a game. I had my books and I was just like, I want to play. And I was like testing the waters to see if they'd be interested in running one. And they were. So I'm like, okay, let's let me set up a game. I'll teach you guys how to play. You know, we can run, it'll be a lot of fun. And they were like, yeah, sure, 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 sure. Mind you, this is all during the same weekend as me uh, filming my thesis film for my master's degree. It was the same weekend. Ooh. So, or the same week. So I had two days of 
filming and the third day of Friday, I filmed and then I went home to prepare for the game and I still had to film the next day. So let me summarize it as I'm trying to think of it. During the day, you were filming your master's, master's. master film thesis. for your thesis for your degree. Yes. At night, you're running Dungeons and Dragons homebrew adventure setting for four new people. So two, two new. People. So the it was, I had it was a Wednesday Thursday, was just filming and I'm kind of prepping in a way, writing stuff. I wrote stuff for this because I was I was a good person preparing myself, but it was still a lot of information. Because uh, I was actually running technically two games. Okay. So then the Friday I ran with two of the guys, because his schedules didn't line up. And I'm like, all right, I'll run with two guys. That way we can also level up, taking experience, leveling up. I run them at random at level one, because just to make it easy, I played this game with two guys. And from the mo like the start, the start, because we were just in the their part the apartment. I had my computer with me with my little sound. My, my music playlist, because I brought up a playlist, and I had like my Google Doc notes that I was ready to scroll through. I coached these guys beforehand, like asking what their character, who, who were their characters. I just, like I said, all I want is, what, what, what do you want for a race? Like, what do you think would be cool? What do you want for a class? Like, do you want to stab stuff, shoot stuff, magic stuff? And then... When you do that, I just want you to give me a backstory. I don't care how long you make it. Make it more than a paragraph, though, because I want you to like think about this. Um, so the first guy I had, uh, the Puerto Rican guy, was a Aracoca nice. samurai. I don't remember if he was a war. I think he was just a fighter. He wasn't a warlock. We talked about okay. a slave thing here at some point, because he wanted a sword that disappeared and reappeared. Actually, he might have been a blood hunter. That would have been cool. I think he was a blood hunter, actually, because he had, like, he could blood himself and, you know, hit That's very sick, though. Yeah. And then the other guy was a half-elf sorcerer uh, of the dragon one, where you're part dragon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he was, he actually, he actually later plays, uh, played in another game that I DM'd later over in Pandemic with the same character. Nice. So I ran these the minute I turned on the music, dudes are like, oh man, <laughs> this is great. And I started reading out my story, all my pitches, bringing them in, and they immediately went in on it. My guy that uh, played the sorcerer immediately hooked, like, didn't even blink to start role-playing. Just immediately was like, asking questions, like, in character, you know. Not That's pretty sick. Voice. Yeah. And so we ran this game. You know, just as two two dudes level, like, you know, I'm not going to tell you the game because, again, I want to run you guys on this just to see, yeah. just to rehash and see how different it will be. Um, and it was just a lot of fun. We played for, like, four hours easy, maybe six. That's something pretty good. Something crazy. Yeah. It was a long time. That's we, pretty good just, for, like, a first intro. Yeah, because we, we just played until we needed to. And then, obviously, I had to go shoot the next day, the final day, thank God. Um... And I get text messages from these guys like, hey, where are the books? <laughs> and then like they're messaging like questions, some questions, and like I get back and they're like, dude, I just I just watched like a bunch of DD because I'm like hooked on it right now. Like, I watch this this um channel called Node play. Dude. That was the Corridor Digital one. Yeah. Shout out. Um and like What a good 
story of you in college going, hey guys, you want to try this silly game? And everyone's like, nerd. And then you find... Literally, like a year and a half later. You find two people who just, you spark their journey. Yeah. Uh, no, I think I, I, you have told me your D&D memory multiple times. I still think it's a great one. Uh, it has plenty of arcs. It's so good. Um, I love it. So the next section of this interview, mm -hmm. now that we have gotten to know you very well, is asking about your character. Wait, I think that water's getting a little tedious. What are you doing? <laughs> what is that? A raspberry lemonade. Drink. That's a very nice that song. Pop. What else is in the back, Corey? I guess you'll have to find out. There's, oh my God, I know how you operate. There's one more. There's one more. I know there's one more. You'll have to find out. <laughs> what psychopath? Cause we like, we like, I messaged this, this mentioned it to you like Monday. Yeah. yeah, I mentioned this Monday. I'm like, hey, do you want to redo your interview and stuff on Wednesday? And then the psychopath went, mm, I gotta get ready for the day. Chocolate milk, raspberry lemonade. And I know, I know there's another one. And I'm just like, I'm you know, I'm no, here's the thing. Right you know, here's the thing. If I had to hard guess right now, hard okay. guess. Chocolate milk, <laughs> dairy, yeah. juice, mm -hmm. both drinks. I almost want to bet the next one's a powdered drink. That would be interesting. <laughs> if I actually put it in this, yeah, that'd be a power play. That would be a power play. We'll just have to find I out. I guess I'll have to find out. Anyway, now that I'm saying you're uh, this next section is supposed to be questions about your character on the podcast. Um, so hmm. I'm the fun, lovable one that's psychopathic. The character on the podcast, not who you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm going to come up with some unique questions for you on the fly, and I came up with one yesterday that I thought was very good. Fun, Corey. Me. Who is your favorite author? Before you answer, there's more to this question. Yeah. You already know the answer. I know the answer, but no one else does. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, probably. Say it. Just say it. I know. Dante or Seuss. Um, arguably right now, Brandon Sanderson, because okay. he's a nerd and I've been listening to everything. I'm actually rereading Warbreaker right now. It's a good one. Corey. Hi. You have infinite choices in front of you. And by infinite choices, I mean you get to pick any of the Brandon Sanderson trilogies okay. to place yourself in. Okay. And you may place yourself as any of the main characters, kind of of importance, uh -huh. power, whatever you want to prefer. Uh-huh. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. You pick one to be in, but you have to erase one as well. Interesting. In the same universe? It does not have to be in the same universe. Okay. So you can pick a character to want to become, represent, be akin to, um, but you have to get rid of a character from another one. And then we're going to go one step further and go, which universe of Brandon Sanderson do you want to just get rid of completely? Hey guys, this is Ian. I'm editing this one and I wanted to just quickly make a quick announcement, which is if you guys haven't read Brandon Sanderson, which first of all, you should, all of his books are connected through a same shared universe. So things that happen in one book might potentially affect another one, or there's a character or there's an item, something along those lines. Me and Corey are gonna dive into this 
and I'm going to try to edit this as much as possible to not have any spoilers whatsoever outside of, oh, this character's cool in this book. I just wanted to let you guys know that, that we're not going to do any spoilers, but if you want to be absolutely certain, you can skip to... That's tough. It's a tough question of who I'd want to be. Oh, actually, I already know. I'd be Void. 100%. Yeah. He's getting, guess what? He's in all of them. Excuse me. He's in all of them. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's my for sure number one. If I were to pick another, it's hard to say because it'd be really cool to be like maybe like Sazed. Sazed's got Sazed's a very interesting one. My favorite character, like, that's not Wit, Hoid, is Kaladin. So being Kaladin, I would, that would be a cool thing because um, in some ways, like, with what I want to do with film and stuff is similar to what in a Kaladin kind of way where helping others. Yeah. Like, you know, I have like, I have that tendency to want to like bring out people and make them happy in Aww. some way. So like that be, could be cool with that it. That is cool. Um, what character do you get rid of now? Speaking of bringing up people and, and helping we have out. To be, and we, I'm going to not be like, oh, uh, I'm going to say the rule is it now has to be someone of equal importance. Right, right. Um, we're gonna have to be here for a second. No, I have to go okay. through all these. Okay. It's going through his mental library, pulling off books, how to, how to build forts. It's tossed to the side. Behind it is Alloy of Law. <laughs> actually, I did did have to just think about that. Honestly, actually, um, after a while, like in the second sport and second era, Marisy's kind of annoying a little bit. In terms of other things, if I wanted to get rid of a character, I mean, getting rid of Marcy is just a story plot line, I think. Okay. Because I don't feel like she's as strong. If I wanted to get rid of a character that is like, this person needs to go because they're an awful person. Um, since I'm reading, reading Warbreaker, uh, Denth or Kung Fa. Yeah. Um, so that would be good. Placing myself into one is kind of hard because a lot of I'll take Hoyt. I'll take Hoyt. Hoyt's fine. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm saying, uh, oh, I'm saying a universe. universe. Gotcha. Um, in universes, because I know more of them from you. Yes. Some of them are really cool. Like I, I think he said that he's not going to expand on like Six of Dust, Dusk. Really? I don't think he's going to expand on that world, which is where the ABR come from. Huh. Um, and I don't know if you know anything. I, about I know them. something. I know a few things from you. Yeah. Me. I'm just kind of interested because they're like big. They're almost big players in the whole. They're, they're kind of playing some part. We don't yeah, know. I think so, because we've talked about this before, and it's just, it's stuff I haven't played yeah. together and don't know the proper names. Right. So, that that whole world is super cool, like, with how the how the animals work, and I really want to see more of that. Same thing with uh, Forest of Hell. That's a really cool Theridini. There's okay. a really cool one. Um, if I were to stay, and this is solely because I didn't really like them book that much but it's also his first one probably Elantris that's a good one uh, the world of cell yeah uh just because I feel like the powers are useless because you it's it's based on where you are in the world you can only use the powers huh. okay. like you're only in a certain area that you can use them certain things and the only reason why I'm getting rid of Elantris is just because of the fact that it hasn't done enough it, it hasn't done nothing. He's not done doing more. Stories, yes. That's fair. Which he's going to he's going to write another one. Uh, but have you read Emperor's Soul? No. Arguably one of his best. It's That's a short cool. story. With really, I'll cool. check that out. All right, for your second unique new question. 
Corey. Hi, that's me. That's my name. You get one Dungeons and Dragons class to mm-hmm. play for the rest of your life. What is it? Play the rest of my life. The rest of your life. Um, crap. Problem is I haven't played too many. Um, it'd have to be something versatile that you could do either one, in my opinion. I don't have any favorites at the moment because, I, again, I haven't played as much. Um, like, like the artist a lot. It's classic. Not classic. Not classic, but Very a new. good choice. Very new. Uh, I could just be annoying to you and pick Bard. Um, <laughs> probably, it probably have to go cleric. I haven't played a cleric yet because that's a real gamble to play one for the rest of your life and not one that well, you know. I've seen a lot of stuff with it, and it's got the most um, utility, utility and versatility. Yeah, you can play a lot of different domains. You can play a lot of different um, styles. You definitely do short range, long range, just magic, no magic. Um, you could put you, yeah, it does have the god aspect, but you could also be, you know, depending on how you change it to phrase it, you could not have a god necessarily. You could have a uh, patron saints and yeah. like Greyhawk and stuff, which yeah, is just have, as good. Yeah, you can have stuff like that. I mean, I'm sure if you finagle in a way, like, I mean, the world that I have, gods are pretty much people who have just sheer willpower that a belief kind of like strives them into descendants. But I'd say that just because, you know, you, wizards and sorcerers and warlocks are cool, kind of limited to very heavy magic. Fighter, barbarian, even paladin, really cool too. Hit stuff, awesome. You're limited um, to where, how much you can go. Clarus can get nine level spells. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, that's a really good point. Because um, my other thought would be druid. And I haven't played a druid yet, yet either. They get ninth level spells. They get really cool stuff too. They get cool stuff on the way. Um, it all, it's also cool to be a squirrel and cast a ninth level spell. Exactly, dude. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's like I, that's the that's the reason why I'm going there. I'd say okay. it's a very hard choice that I haven't played enough, but that's where I'm thinking. It's all right, Corey. Hello, are you ready? Me. Yeah, sure. It's the question I know you are just super pumped to answer. You're going to make me sound like a total douche. Corey, my humble friend. Hi. (laughs) This is the one that sucks. I know it. To be fair, I also agree with you. Uh, That's the hard part, though. If you had to give yourself D&D stats, what are they? Okay. So, I believe the last time we said it, it was like 16 for strength. I agreed. 16. Especially now that I'm feeling better physically. Mm -hmm. It could go maybe higher if I really tried for it. But I'm not a strength-based person, quote unquote. But I can still lift very heavy. We have a nat twenty to. We have a quote unquote nat twenty. Yeah. Person. I would not quote unquote him. I've seen him do stuff. I would say that as a twenty. If we compare him to bloody Thor, uh, Thor doesn't count. You know. Yeah. Those guys are night and day from. Him. Those guys aren't adventurers. Fair, fair. Um, I would say. I could probably beat Ben out and like stuff. I probably okay. deadlift more than him. Um, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what his deadlift is. I'm just saying because that's the only thing I'm really good at getting. That's fair. Um, though at the moment, again, got some pains that I've been trying to wane away. 
Um, so 16, pretty strong, but I'm not trying to bodybuild and I'm not, I'm not really pushing for huge weights and stuff. Um, I think 16 is fair. Yeah. Uh, so dexterity is where technically that's where I am. We said 18 last time, um, I believe. Uh, how, how have I know? I don't know. I, I'm not perfect. I'm definitely not. A, I'm definitely not a nat 20 strength, but that's harder to gauge. I'm not super speedy. Ian has not seen you play volleyball, so I have no concrete proof if an 18 is fair. I would all day agree to a 16. If I can you show you video. <sighs> well, I can show you it after this. Show me after this. We'll go ahead. Tentative out 17. We cut the difference. I like 18. Screw you. Fine. Have an that's 18. What, that's what we said about it. I jump high. I, I move high. quick. I'm still pretty dexterous with my hands. Um, I'm quite sneaky in some ways. You have been, you have had decent sneaks. Okay, I'll, I'll give you 18. Yeah. Sneaks sold me. Yeah. Um, for especially how big I am. Yeah. I'm, I don't think we've addressed this yet. As a professional volleyball player, I'm Wait, the are you tallest, tall? I'm the tallest yeah, person Yeah, you're the now. new tallest, dicey person. person. Yeah. Tall, dicey, I'm 6'5". Yeah. Um, so... That's pretty good, yeah. That's for true. Yeah, but the, the sneak the sneak sold me on the team. Um, so... Constitution... I think this was your low... Almost... No, no. okay, I remember your yeah, last one. Something 16 as yeah. well. It was something like a 15 or 16 because... I don't get... Sick. Yeah. The only thing that's really bad for me right now is just my body has been in pain, but we're recovering. But that's because I've been, I've just, in a way, Constitution saved me because I was able to actively play. When I was in Greece, I got MRIs on my shoulder, my lower back. My shoulder was inflamed drastically because I had been swinging, not taking a break from volleyball, playing, uh, pretty much for years. Endemic. Endemic. No, no, no. I know. I, I just like, uh, yeah. Endemic only slowed me down for like three months. It only slowed me down in theory. We, really only, we only stopped playing volleyball for maybe a month, actually. Wow. Because uh, then we were meeting up in other, other situations outside. Yeah. Six feet apart and like all this other stuff. Yeah. So I didn't really stop. And then I just, I just started having bad form that I got hurt, hurt, hurt. But I continued to play. Yeah, okay. And I was able okay. to keep playing and do decent enough to do well enough. Okay, okay. Um, okay, take your 16. What's got, next? Got, wow, you, you're really <laughs> not helping me. Last time Ian was so supportive, everything that I'm saying, he was like, he was like, I remember, he's like, yeah, you're probably the only yeah. person I know that hasn't gotten COVID. I'm like, I, yeah. You know why, Corey? Because on mine, I had to fight for a plus zero in intelligence. <laughs> Yeah, so go ahead. I'm a little less forgiving this time around. <laughs> fight! I have to fight for a plus zero. That's <laughs> What are you talking about? You didn't get you, you were natural 20s all around. All the time. What's your next stat, Corey? So intelligent, we, I believe we were talking like a 13 or a 14. Wholeheartedly agree. I'm no. I'm not a astrospace scientist no but you are very smart uh i mean i i'm pretty sure i have the most degrees out of everybody here me again this is an unconfirmed fact and trying to confirm this fact i have realized 
the dicey crew, I think, has upwards of 10 degrees between all of us, which is kind of neat. That's it. I don't have any myself, but I just wanted to brag about my friends being so smart. That's all. Wow. I'll be in again and stuff wow. that I don't think is. Uh, you're trying to tell me to my point and you're making me. This is why I'm saying you make me sound like an asshole. I didn't mean on everyone's side. You're not on my side. I was on it for a second. But, um, I don't think I'm stupid. No, I don't think I you're stupid either. Tension of knowledge and history and stuff. Yeah. It's just certain areas I'm not great at. I would be, I'll be honest, I'm like a minus two when it talk, comes to business stuff in terms of like stock market. But I. Boy, howdy though, but you worked for a bank and I would say you were probably one of the best employees there. Why, thank you. Um, I think that was a little, that's a little different from stock market stuff. The way we did it, we did a lot of mortgages. So 13, 14 is always, I think, intelligence. Which I fully agree. Same thing for wisdom. I would also agree. So I know how to get around. I have a great sense of direction. Great sense of time. Ironically, terrible sense of how long stuff is. Like, I could not tell you how long this table is. Or how far really? it is. Or how, how far it is from here to the door. Huh. I'm very bad at that distance watch, but I huh. just never perceived it. But I could almost tell you what time it is. That's kind of neat. 720? 820. 820. I was right on the 20 part. You're dead on the minutes, which is arguably the more impressive thing. Right. I just did forgot how late we've been going because yes. we've been talking it's for so fun. long. I will also give you a slight buffer too. Again, on everyone's side. It's getting dark weight earlier, which yeah, is throwing me very dark now. Um But then again, Boy Scouts survival. I've lived out done out stuff outside. I love being outdoors. So I've the only thing that's really holding me back is perception, because I've got terrible eyes. I'm wearing glasses are bloody. It was really bloody. Um, lastly, charisma. So this is the one where we were like, at the point, at this point when we were talking about this stuff, you're like, nah, you can't have all, you can't have all positive stats. Um, yeah, but I broke. I, I backed off because you came up with a very good point. What was the that point again? Uh, I think we came to it together, which was. I don't think I know anyone like a minus in charisma. Like everyone I talk to, everyone I like conversate with, I find a likable person even out and about with them. I feel like that's your just like ability because there are some people who cannot speak, who are very bad at it, um, or lack of because there's other things about it. Okay. So I do think there are people with negative charisma. My argument for why I'm not negative charisma. Um, in multiple things. One, I'm working as a bartender, working with staff, and I'm talking to patrons for, so, for dinner. So being able to talk with some clientele at a pretty ritzy place, I will give you, it has to have some decent charisma. Yeah. Plus at the same time, play volleyball. Communication is key with there. I played with, have played with a lot of teams. I've lived in multiple different areas, because again, I've mentioned England, Greece, Netherlands too, if we were gonna say, um, New York. Met a lot of people, learned to talk to a lot. What number do you want, Corey? What What are you trying to get to? I'll take like a twelve or thirteen, not to sound like a jerk. I would, maybe I, a, I would, I would, maybe a fourteen. I would give you a fourteen too. Okay. Again, but then we talk about this. I'm not. I'm not. I. I'm not perfect, by any means. I'm a broken person. If I, If I were to say I have plus stats, mechanically. Yeah, it's so good. Here's what, I, here's what I'd say. I have great stats, but then I have so many like backdrops. I have I have like negative. Your flaw chart. I have, I have negative feats. 
or something like that. All your flaws, like on your ideals and bonds and flaws, you just, it is just on the second page. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'd say, because it's like, I have all these good things about me. Not. <laughs> just awful. Do you want to be good at your dice? Yes. Let me, uh, let me reset this. Yeah, this episode, not sponsored by Curse Clover Dice or Homebrew, but please check so, them out. There's another one we gotta add now, because they were they were nice to me and I would like to give them a shout out. <laughs> hold on. Uh, this, hold on. This, hold on, real quick. This drink's getting a little... <laughs> that was really good. I'm not sure how I'm gonna like this one, because I got the, I, I really just came into this. I wanted to just pick the most crazy name. So, okay. I, the craziest name. I wanted the chocolate milk because of practice. This I got because I didn't know if I would like this. This is lemon, ginger, and shenanzia. How do you say that word? And it looks like an echidna. It almost looks like a echidna. Yeah. I've got too much stuff that I can do. Anyway, today's episode is sponsored by Curse Clover Dice, Homebrew Coffee Co., and Dragon Master's Board Dice Bags. Oh, that's, that's the girl who made. I oh, interesting. Her. I, I assume girl. I'm sorry. I don't actually know that person's gender. Person. That individual who made the bag. Uh, which, killer bag. Anyway, let me get these percentiles. Oh, yeah, that's right. Now I know what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Oh, I timed that perfectly then, because that's when I wanted to pull this out. It did good. It did good. I did not plan that at all. Uh, I did not plan when I was pulling them out. I just felt when it was time was right. All right, Corey. Roll these. All right, rolling dice. Right. Let's see here. Fifty-four. Fifty-four. This isn't bad. It's I don't. Weird. I don't like this. First roll again. This is weird. Um, have you ever joined any meetup groups? That sounds vaguely very sexual. Sounds very sexual. I'm gonna just say no to that. Yeah. Um, to my knowledge, no. Okay. Um, to my knowledge. Thirty-seven. Oh, I like this question. What is your favorite piece of furniture you've ever owned? I've not really owned that much furniture. To, so just a favorite told. piece of furniture. There's this, I'll give two. Cause there's a big comfy couch that we have downstairs or in our living room. That's really nice to sleep on. And it's very, and it's in a way, buffet, except for the arm sides, but the fluff is kind of moved to the sides. Is that a Gabriel Iglesias fluffy? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know what that came from. But okay. I just, I've heard it one time. I was like, ah, fluffy. The fluffiness has moved to the sides, but the like initial stuff is pretty good. Okay. And then there's also this like rocking chair that's really like, in a way, decrepit, and just how the mechanics of it. It's not like a rocking chair that goes like this. It's got like some sort of gizmo. Oh, it like, like uh, it's like one of those gliding ones. Gliding ones, yeah. And the reason why that one's probably the more favored even though it's very uncomfortable. It was the gaming chair. Oh, nice. For years. So like whenever you played like Xbox, you grab the chair, move it in front of the TV, play from there. Cause you don't, you don't sit at the couch. The couch oh. is like 10, 15 feet away. You don't know that. <laughs> I really am not sure. It might be, it's probably like something like, it's, yeah, that's, it's probably, between no, that's, probably close. that's probably close. That's a regular couch distance. Yeah. Yeah. But you gotta be within like minimum seven feet from the TV when you play video games on Xbox. Roll the dice again. Thirty-six. Wow. The one right next to it. Yeah. Oh, this is kind of cute. Who's the kindest person you know? Is he in Florida right now? Florida. <laughs> yeah. You just moved moved to Florida. You know who? Moved oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's definitely not the guy. <laughs> he's a pretty cool dude. 
I would admit, Nick's the most patient person I've ever known. Oh, yeah. He stuck out at the bank longer than us and was way in a way worse situation. He definitely complained, but he never was like, he could have gone off on them. He could have stopped working and it was shut the place down. As a millennial who has worked jobs and been like, man, this really sucks. I'm really doing a lot of work and it's not being appreciated. Mm -hmm. That guy was like, that's cute. And he was right. Cause mm -hmm. boy, howdy. Yeah. Um, the kindest person. Probably in a very generic way, mom. My mom. She's uh, always been, you know, you know, stern with trying to get me to do things, but always like, you know, never, never would like yell at me. Really, like just because she was um, pissed off or something. Like she, she's just like, honestly, I hate to say this in front of you, perfect mom. Aw, what's that like? Uh, yeah, I know. She she supported me with everything I would do. She wouldn't necessarily question, like, or try to dis dissuade me from, like, doing something negative or, like, doing something that would positively impact me. Like, again, they support me going to school for film. Stupid. They support me doing something, playing, trying to play volleyball for Stupid. Uh, I don't have money. I'm very, <laughs> I'm very poor in, poor in material. Uh, but... but rich in other ways. And I thank her for a lot of that. And she, I hope... I could say that she raised me good. I mean, I feel like I'm pretty cool. nice. Yeah, thanks. She, mechanically, she did great. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, my stats? There's a reason why my stats are there. She's played the original D&D. Dude, if I could have been raised by Mrs. Peeper and just mechanically been great, that'd be cool. I, I told her about the idea of the um, um, parental D&D. Oh, yeah, that our, our secret mystery project. Yeah, she, oh, you can cut that out. Oh, I don't care. Um, she was like, she liked the idea. Dude, like, I think that was super funny. And she would love it. I know, I was like, I know my mom. I know, I was like, I know you'd love this. Because yeah. I think you'd have a lot of fun with it. Um, but probably her, because like, there's definitely people that are kind, I know. But nobody sticks out to me like, nobody sticks out to me like in a way that like, to me necessarily. Like, yeah. Thanks, mom. Corey, thanks for stopping by. Absolutely, thanks for having me. No problem, it's a pleasure as always. Maybe maybe, maybe we can do it a fourth time. Um, that'd be wild. That would be here's, super wild. Here's what we'll do. Fourth time, if we ever get big enough to do a live performance, we'll do another one live. If we get big enough to start doing live stuff, what I want is some of these like, interviews at like, the beginning episodes, is I want them to be animated. That'd be cool. Because I think that I think animated podcasts are neat. I, I love watching them. Anyway. Thanks, Corey. Hi. Hi, everyone. Hi, uh, nice to meet you all again. He'll be back soon. <laughs>